Hey, yogis. Hey, warriors. Everybody listening, this is Julie Brown. Welcome to Happy Hamstrings, the podcast that was originally designed to follow my 200-hour journey. And as that is wrapped up, and I'm just awaiting results, still awaiting at September, uh, I was supposed to graduate from Dancing Dogs Yoga on a very strict attendance schedule, which was slated from September of 2019 through April of 2020, with the first weekend of April being the group's graduation date. As they wrap up our group, which started in September, and the next two weeks, um, I never imagined, actually, that this would take a year. <laughs> but, you know, it it happened. This is how it happened, and it's quite interesting. Uh, instead of just following my trainings, I've invited several people to be on the show. It's not going to happen today, but you can look forward to in the future. I'm going to uh, let you guys and gals take advantage of the most beneficial part of my fitness business. And you would think that's money. No, I'm not sending you money. The most beneficial part of my fitness business is I do get to meet connect, work out with some of the most amazing people from all over the world. And uh, I'm I'm very excited to invite them onto the show. I'm going to do one at a time instead of, I could, I could do several segments. However, I think it would be best just to do one guest at a time. And there's just so many yogis that I want you all to meet. And I want them to share with you as well, why is yoga such an amazing part of their world and their journey? And what what is it about yoga that kept them going and kept them unrolling the mat? I think everybody that does any type of practice, no matter what you practice, could be any kind of discipline. Sometimes from day to day, you might find it, you might find yourself struggling to slate time for said practice, whether if it's exercise, it could be music, it could be you're studying another language, or maybe just homework. Whatever it is, if you find time to slate it every day, over the years you may find yourself struggling. So we're going to really dig deep into all the different yogis that I can bring to the uh, to the show, and that way we can find out what led them to yoga? What was it about yoga that changed their life? The first time a yoga instructor said that to me, I remember thinking, that's pretty presumptuous to tell me it's going to change my, change me into a different person. That was the words Maria used. Yoga will change you into a different person. And I listened and I thought about that a lot. And at first I thought, well, that's a little presumptuous. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But instead of judging, I let that go. And with an open heart, I decided just to try it. And I found myself listening to my body more often rather than disconnecting. So to summarize, um, yoga came later in my life because I wasn't really ready to slow down. (laughs) I wasn't ready to be with stillness. And even now, even still, I find a really difficult time just sitting down for five or 10 minutes and just being. It's like 
because of the way that I was raised up, we were not allowed to just relax in my house. That's that's something that I was taught and I have to unlearn. There was no time for sitting still. It's always work, 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 busy, busy, busy. That's just the way that it was. There was a little bit of relaxation time, but it wasn't a lot. It certainly wasn't up to me. <laughs> my schedule wasn't up to me growing up. And uh, yeah, it's just something that I learned. Uh, that's what yoga... Um, basically taught me was to slow down, to stop, and just take a look at myself. <laughs> and the training did it even more intensely than the practice because the training forced a lot of self-study that I had pushed aside. Anyways, that being said, I'm really glad I did my yoga training during a pandemic. It wasn't like I planned it that way. It just worked out to my mental benefit for finding balance and not being so um, disturbed in my mental equilibrium by outside forces. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to add on this voice message from Elizabeth. It was from April, I believe, and I'm not too tech savvy. <laughs> Actually, I had some technical issues yesterday with trying to use Zoom on someone else's device at the college. All right, we're going to listen in, and thanks for leaving a message, Elizabeth. Hey, Julie, it's Elizabeth. Um, I always enjoy your podcasts. They're very calming, even though there might be crazy stuff going on in your life. Uh, so up in Rhode Island, it's I guess it's kind of okay. Um, I'm stuck in the house with my parents. Um, they're older, so... Not that they're elderly or can't do anything, but I definitely feel like I'm the t caretaker with them since I know how to use the internet and uh, can get supplies and stuff we need rather than going out of the house. So I've kind of taken up that. Um, I'm also still working from home, so I'm semi-jealous of other people that are getting projects and stuff done and I'm just doing what I normally do except in my pajamas. Uh, <laughs> but I'm glad to hear that things are going well. Hopefully you can get your training and your certificate done soon. Okay, bye. Hey, I just wanted to share something I remembered from yesterday's local news broadcast is that in times like this, it might be a good idea to find, you know, a, a buddy out there like that you text when things get tough and everything and you just need to either they distract you from something or they reassure you someone that you can contact when things get bad. Um, I'd also like to say Facebook. I know it can be hard, but if you find an interest you are, join a group, find a good group that you can all share things with. I have one, I, I follow podcast and I join their Facebook group and everyone's reassuring. We, you know, recommend movies and they're play games online if we can. Just, tr I know we got to distance each other, but we're not completely alone. And maybe you can find someone or a group of people that you can connect with to sit, to sit, yeah, to stay sane. So stay sane, everyone. Thank you so much for the messages, Elizabeth. I honestly wasn't sure at first how to add the, <laughs> I had listened to your messages. I didn't, I didn't really know for at first how to add on, but anchor makes it very easy. <laughs> 
I eventually figured out you just swipe to the left, add it on. Thank you for being a great friend. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Also, thanks for being a Patreon supporter. I really appreciate that. Um, If you're listening to this, if you would like to reach out, if you need someone to talk to, I'm here for you. And I'm very excited to say this weekend, if you're anywhere near Alabama, come see my booth. I'll be at the Horse Pins 40 Craft Fair. That is September the 5th and 6th in Gadsden, Alabama. We are starting, the vendors start at 10 a.m. tomorrow, Saturday morning, and it runs through uh, Sunday evening or Sunday afternoon. So come and see my merchandise. Even if you don't buy anything, I have some leather pouches, leather hair accessories. I've got lots of beaded spiders, mini canvases and wood carvings, jewelry, just lots of stuff, hats. I just make all kinds of things. So come by and see it. Even if you don't buy anything, just check it out. And yes, I am still waiting about my yoga certification and, um, Wow, you know, it's going to be a fun weekend. I won't be able to hand out my business cards yet, unfortunately, because of the lagging of uh, the school, and I'm I'm sure that they have their reasons. Um, anyway, I'm looking forward to camping and being outside, and it's been about 20 years since I've gone to this historic site known as Horse Pins 40. Even if you don't get to go, you can Google it. It's just really something to see. It's just gorgeous rock structures and it's you know it's beautiful i'm gonna try to take some pictures follow me on instagram and i'll try to put up some pictures there Uh, my instagram is the same as my website yogi jewels i noticed there are other leather workers there so i'm looking forward to seeing their crafts if i have a chance that's the really difficult thing is when you're a vendor if everyone's all spread out If I'm running the booth by myself, it's very challenging to even just get a restroom break. You just have to ask another vendor to to watch your booth next this next to you and trust them. Uh, If you're running it by yourself, you really don't have much of a choice. (laughs) Um, So it goes, you know, the one woman business. I'm like a one woman army. And I made a post today about it's been five years since I've been a licensed business and I really just, I feel deep, deep empathy for all businesses everywhere right now. There's just a lot of struggle with anybody who's trying to run their own business. And especially small business. And I know that big business suffers too. It, it, is, it is challenging. It's challenging running a business. And I didn't expect any of it to be easy. <laughs> it, it is work. And I am anybody that asks me, what am I doing? You know, I'm most likely doing something related to running my business. So today, my list of to do's, I have to pack my tent, my canopy, all of my art supplies for the Horse Pins 40 craft fair. And of course, get my house in order before I leave. Um, maybe, maybe make some meal planning since I have no idea if I'll be anywhere near electricity that's going to be a challenge. I won't be able to use my phone a lot. My phone is my credit card machine, of course, because of the square. So I probably won't use my phone a lot this weekend, aside from taking a few pictures, maps, alarms, <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, 
because it is my credit card machine to run my business. It's going to be interesting to see how far that I have to camp from my merchant tent. And even if I don't sell that much, I will get to spread the word about all of my upcoming yoga events. And who knows, maybe I can even make a connection in Gadsden, Alabama to have some kind of belly dance event. Maybe even at Horsepins 40. See, I'm just getting ideas all the time. The only problem with having all these ideas <laughs> is uh, I know that I'll always have more ideas than I will have time to execute them. And maybe that's why I watched Hoarders because uh, a lot of the hoarders, they just, everything they see it as an idea, uh, it could be a project, like this can be fixed. And I don't, I don't want to overwhelm myself with projects anymore. I've been that person too long. It's just too much. I can't try to juggle running um, a musical production and marketing for an art group and teaching step aerobics. Like I've done all that and unload trucks and work full time. I've done all that at once. And in one day, if you do all that, you just barely have time to eat. It's easy to forget where you're supposed to be. It's easy to get double booked. And I'm not going to do um, the double booking anymore. Like the planning, it's, it's just too much. <laughs> when you accept a lot of responsibility, it's easy to look back over your schedule and you say, oh, oh no, I've been double booked. I think everybody's done that, right? Maybe, maybe not. Um I want to start getting back into the gym and letting go of any fear. Um, everybody that's running the gyms that I work for, they're sanitizing the equipment nicely. They're keeping it clean. Uh, one of the things somebody asked me about, I said one time that being an, a fitness instructor can be complicated. And then someone asked me how, like, how is it complicated? <laughs> All right. Besides editing music, learning choreography, keeping up your certifications, following dress code, that's all to be expected. Each facility may also have their own agenda for, I don't want to say censorship, but just modification of making sure that you don't wear this kind of specific shirt and don't post this kind of specific joke. And it's, it's a form of control, but it's really, it's almost like just a behavioral, um, an attitude to be expected. And then there's no slip-ups allowed if, if they come at you with exactly what they're expecting of you. And the reason I was reminded of this is this morning I was looking over a personal training job. They wanted a certified personal trainer, which I'm qualified for. This is in Georgia. I'm not really that far from Georgia, but we're going to think if you go start working in another state, this involves a lot more new paperwork and it's quite a bit of gas. I mean, it's not further than some people drive for work. I'll say that. Um, the qualifications, the rules, the what you have to do list was incredible. Like the amounts of things that they listed... <laughs> Just for this one job, um, actually, I have it. I've screenshotted it. I'm not going to say the name of the company. Um, of course, some of this is 
like standard physical demands um that standard but then it says some very strange specifics like this job requires applying pressure to an object with the fingers and palm that's listed by itself like i can understand this one that says raising objects from a lower to higher position or moving objects horizontally position to position this factor is important if it occurs to a considerable degree and requires substantial use of extremities and back muscles. And I guess that all these things are just demonstrating exercises. It says repetitive motions required. So why could they not just put <laughs> demonstration of all essential exercises, but instead they have like 50 bullet points <laughs> for each thing? This seems excessive, and the more I read, I was like, do I really want to work <laughs> for someone who's making just exercise this wordy? Just, you're a personal trainer, you're certified, you're experienced, you can demonstrate exercises. I don't understand why is there a whole bullet, bullet point that says applying pressure to an object with the fingers and palm. <laughs> I guess that's a very specific for carpal tunnel patients. I don't, I don't understand. Um, the other complication that comes from being a fitness instructor is um, you're not in charge of the schedule at most these places. It's a large team. You're part of the team. You, you fall in where you get fit in or put in. You don't get a choice to what you get a choice to what, but, not how often you don't you don't always get a choice to like I miss teaching water fitness for example I mean you don't get to make the schedule you don't get to choose how many hours um you don't get to you don't get to choose a lot of things <clears throat> so in addition to don't post like this kind of joke <laughs> is maybe in the rules and maybe don't wear that kind of shirt which I mean dress codes to be expected I mean, in addition to all that, you also have to, <laughs> you just have to really fall in to the schedule at all these places where you fit in. And so that's, to me, that's where it becomes complicated. You end up, uh, if you end up subbing, I, I don't know why, but I do end up uh, subbing. Um, in the past, <laughs> I, I went through a lot of struggle with this people-pleasing pattern. I would sub as much as I could, thinking, not like with an expectation, but maybe with a small hope that someone would cover for me. And there were people who did. I'm not going to say that that didn't happen. But there was a moment in my life where I would have given all of my time and all of my love and all of everything, like every inch of my soul to the group fitness program. And when a family member was ill no one would cover for me. Like the day came when I really didn't want to cancel and leave my class hanging. And there was so many people that just would not cover for me. And I, I know it's not that serious. It's just a class. It's just a cancellation. However, you work so hard every day to build a community and you think, oh, my team's got my back. I sub for them. I sub for them. I sub for them. And then that one day comes 
and then you realize you were having expectations and maybe that even though that was years ago it hit me really hard like I have to do for me like I have to I have to become a little greedy with my time if that makes sense because I'd already missed uh, when it came to the year 2010 because of all the aerobics I'd already missed every single one of my niece's choir concerts and after I finished producing Cannibal I told everyone they were doing something together like an after party the show where they were watching the DVD and I told them no I I cannot miss this is my niece's final choir concert I'm not gonna miss it and so I went um what I'm trying to say the bottom line is is not just fitness instructors but the people who show up for you in any part of your life um no matter what their role I mean cheers to the people that show up kudos to you I mean there are a lot of times when the uh just as an example the fitness instructors show up they're on time they're prepared they've got a class playlist maybe they studied a long time for this class and nobody shows up to the class and of course we're going through pandemic but this was happening before the pandemic so um yeah just cheers to the people that show up for our lives in every aspect of the way of showing up showing up as a friend showing up as a family member showing up as a fitness instructor to motivate you showing up as your nurse to give you that shot <laughs> or whatever just whatever cheers to the people that show up um yeah i'm gonna wrap this up be looking forward to this i've got three yogis and one non-yogi lined up to be on the show and one of them's from germany i'm that's all i'm gonna tell you for now <laughs> i'm very excited to share with you um this vast and beautiful nature of being able to connect with the world as i'm teaching fitness and hopefully i can also get some of the other trainees from my group uh, the teacher trainees are all lovely they're all wonderful beautiful people and yeah maybe i will ask one of them next after i get the other guests let's get the other guests uh on the show if you're a yogi and you want to be on the show and talk about how yoga impacted your life i would love to have you all right wrapping it up come see me at horse pins 40 craft fair um at some point this morning i don't i don't remember I may have called this August, but we're in September. So come see me. Come and see me. Uh, September the 5th and 6th. Horsepins 40 Craft Fair. The uh, Facebook response looks good. So we'll see what happens. And have a great day. Whatever you're doing, may you be healed, happy, free, and bring the peace when you walk into the room. Namaste.